What up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. Honestly, it's really crazy that we're about to be in October really soon. Like, the end of the year is about to, about to come soon. It's about to be 2024. Yeah. COVID has really made everything, like, just flashed by my eyes. I don't know about you, but... Nah, it's insane. It's been so fast. Like, the end of the year list. Coming up soon. It's coming up soon. You guys stay tuned for that. And I was going to ask you, we're getting close to the end of the year. We kind of have an idea of how 2023 is. I don't know how you feel about it. I know for my genres, at least, I've loved everything that's come out of it. Hip-hop has been a little bit of a stalemate. But who are you yeah. waiting to hear from um, who will basically sum up this year in 2023? Yeah. Who, who's about to drop that you really want to hear from? I'll say first, hip-hop-wise, and it's not even really hip-hop, but... Mm-hmm. There's only been really one album this year that has stuck with me that like I mm-hmm. re- replay like genuinely when I'm on a walk or I don't know if it's mm-hmm. downloaded on my phone. It's Jordan Ward. I'm obsessed with yeah. the album. Forward. I feel like I feel like usually at this time there's a lot of albums that I like really love, but like that's that's the one this year so far. Uh to go into what I want to drop, Drake October third. Is that the correct date? That's mm-hmm. right. Something like that. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. First week of October, he's dropping. I hope it's great, but I don't know if that's the one I'm most likely I'm looking forward to. Smino mm-hmm. keeps teasing that he's dropping a mixtape soon. She she already decided to, and that's like mm-hmm. one of my goats. Love him. JID and Metro Boomin that could be this year. Not positive. That's going to be sick. Cole. Uh, actually, Eve tweeted something yesterday. Eve mm-hmm. tweeted like, uh, he tweeted a J. Cole lyric that mentioned the fall off. So I don't know. Maybe they're cooking up. I doubt it drops before the year end, but mm-hmm. that's obviously my goat. So we're waiting patiently. How about you? Waiting patiently. I, I hope he waits till 2024 to make that decision to start the year right. No one else is dropping. He doesn't have to worry about Drake or anything. So I feel like that would be the perfect time for him to drop in 2024. Yeah. For me, the albums that have stuck with me are, if I had to pick one, because you picked one, I'll pick one. The Boy Genius. Uh, let me pick two. Sorry. Paramore and Boy Genius. Paramore. Those two albums have been... Yeah in my rotation and those are probably one of my favorite projects that i've dropped so far this year in terms of who i'm excited for i think it should be clear everyone should know it's doja cat she is the most i will say she's the most talented artist right now um in the pop and hip-hop landscape that whole mesh she can do everything she can sing she can rap she can do pop afro beats literally everything she is so talented and i cannot wait she got her demons up and i cannot wait to hear her album that drops this week actually um, on Friday. And then also Drake is dropping October 6th. So a little bit right after that. So we're going to be treated very well for the end of the year. Yeah. What's your opinion on, because she is a pop artist. She's a rap pop mm-hmm. artist. What's your opinion mm-hmm. on the track list? Like the way that they sequence it? Because mm-hmm. Paint the Town Red is an amazing song. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really catchy. I keep singing it around in my house. But it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like an intro to an album. It just yeah. feels like one of those songs that's a really hit song. You put it like th- somewhere throughout your album. Maybe there's a slow song. You go right after it. So like it brings it back up. But like the track listing is kind of weird that you have that song, then Demon Second. It's a pretty mm-hmm. like just right in the middle of the album, like right away. No, you you said that perfectly. And that's one of the main issues. When she dropped her four singles, all of them are great, by the way. Paint the Town Red, like you said, isn't really an intro song. And there's always a big risk when releasing singles that one of your singles is your first track. 
because they already know what to expect already going into mm-hmm. it. And, I, and for me as an artist, I would never want to do that. But there's also really yeah. great examples like Arctic Monkeys dropped the car in late 2022 and their first song, um, where the, If There'd Be a Mirror Ball, is an intro song. And it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's literally five minutes, something what you'd locally expect from an intro song. But like I told you before, man, the music landscape is changing. Who cares about an intro yeah. if it's not bringing in the bread, right? Paint Fit Town Red is a slapper. They're putting that on the first song as a hit. Yeah. That song is going to get a lot of streams. But so that's just the game I, that has to be played. I feel like I'd say, for one, she's going to get her streams no matter what. So that doesn't really matter. And naturally, True. since I've heard the first two songs of the album, I'm not going to re-listen to them when I start to listen mm. to the album. Like I'm going to skip to track three. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm a... Even if you're not big on actually making a whole body of work album, I still feel like you have to drop a song that has an intro feel. Even Drake, like Certified Lover Boy, it starts with that, like, I love you, I love mm-hmm. you, I love you. What? An, like, that yeah. just sounds like an intro to an s- album called Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. So even the guy who's the king of making playlist albums gets the understanding. Like, let's give it a feel to it. No, that's a fair Easy. criticism. Um, but I feel like Paint the Town Red, it has that, like the walk on by sample. So it has that little bit of, uh, <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's okay. But I feel like it gives you a little bit of, uh, I don't know, uh, a certain vibe back. of entry to the album, you know, right? So either way, the yeah. album's going to slap regardless. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting Doja. I know she's going to come out with a really amazing album. It's not going to be influenced by pop or label. She said that. We've heard the singles so far. They're really unique. And but they're, in, but they're influenced by pop and label. Yeah, but she is a to me she is a pop artist. She just and pop like what is yeah. pop, right? When you say pop music, it's just popular music. You mean popular right? music, yeah. Exactly. But have you seen her rollout with um I don't even know how you would call them, but they're like just the wax fi- woman wax and figures? the wax figures. Yeah, she's been placing yeah, them cool. in different states. It's really cool. If you guys don't know what's been going on, she, basically like with Drake doing the billboards in different states, she's been doing her or wax figures, basically yeah, women covered in blood, black hair, yeah. exactly, and just placing them in different areas around, around the state. And that's how you do a rollout, man. Rollouts aren't a big thing. Sick. I know Tyler was very serious and critical over about um, over them, but Doja, she's doing it right. Um, her VMA performance, I know you saw that. That was incredible, man. Um, that made me fall in love with Demons. But I really think Doja's going to drop Come probably on, one of the oh. best albums of the year. And I think you said Drake's probably going to be the highest seller of the year. I think Doja has something to say. Yeah, hey, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to – they're both going to do well. I, I don't know who's going to get mm-hmm. higher. I feel like it would be Drake. But the okay. rollouts, I'm a sucker for sick rollouts, and sometimes mm-hmm. artists are too cool for them now. But, you know, Offset's been doing this rollout for a minute, and it's been, it's fun to see Offset, like, get really into it. Like, he went on Kai mm-hmm. Sanat, the streamer. He was mm-hmm. on ESPN during the Colorado-Colorado State game. So he's doing great with that. Tizo Touchdown, although I did not love the album. We'll talk about that more. Mm-hmm. I it's really cool. He did a whole post-it note thing. He like that was his theme for the album. He, he threw up a giant one in New York City for his listening party. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I love a good rollout. And that offset cover too. Have you seen it yet? I'm not sure if I saw that cover. Is it cool? It's amazing. It's it's basically him. Um, basically, I, I don't know, falling from the sky, and there's like a bomb maybe I saw underneath it. him, and it's really really cool. I I really like Offset. Five four three two one, which I don't know if that will be mm-hmm. on the album, but it was produced by Baby Keem. Obsessed with that song, like in the gym. Yeah, big fan. And that's another thing I'm kind of scared of because everything's on streaming. I thought that's definitely taken a hit on album covers, right? Because before, when you would have to release them through CD or whatever, you'd have the physical copies. You'd open the CD, you'd get the booklet, and see all the photos. Mm-hmm. But now there's no front and back with streaming. It's just one image. And I guess now they added yeah. that like 
uh, glossy effect where you can now see like the visual movement of the album yeah. for some, but I don't know. I think, I mean, album art will always be so important no matter how mm-hmm. big you are as an artist. Some people obviously can get by with a bad cover because it's like, oh, it's Drake. Like we're listening to this no matter what. Mm-hmm. Or a Kanye, it's just a black album. Like we're listening to it. But especially as an independent artist or any artist in general, that can decide. I can, I've seen like YouTube type beats that just have a cool cover. And I'm like, okay, I'll listen to that beat, even though it's the same mm-hmm. Mac Miller type beat I see every single day. Like yeah. it's so important to like, just it is. make you curious whatsoever. Yeah. And before we dive in here, we will get to our playlist titles. I just, you haven't heard Balut yet. And that was Doja Cat's latest single. I'm telling you, when you hear that, you're going to scrap your answer. Like, no, I'm going to pick Doja as well. I'm most excited for. If I'm going to give you a little little teaser, bro, Alchemist wasn't the one who produced it, but it was an Alchemist type beat. And she's doing her thing on it. So Doja is coming. I texted you because I was on a walk and I was listening to Kiss mm-hmm. Me More. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a big hater of mall radio type music, like retail mm-hmm. music. It's a it's a really good song. Yeah. Like it it's, is. it's just great. We were talking about this before, but her voice is just so like sexual. But mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a sexual way, but like mm-hmm. the way she raps and talks like this. Like <laughs> it's just, like it's a really good rap voice. It's really good. Yeah. And it's authentic. It's um, like I don't know anyone who kind of sounds like her, so I think that's why her style yeah. is so is so good. But before we yeah. dive in, you know the drill, Adam. What's your playlist title and leading single for this week? Yeah, we're gonna do a shameless plug because mm-hmm. I'm dropping my first song in two mm-hmm. years, over two years, finally, and it's called "Time Is Up," and it is about the theme of not knowing if I want to continue down a certain path and feeling like some people might say. Time is up to find something different, but fuck that. We still on mm-hmm. this. Um, I made this song last August, and I've had it. Usually, I've released songs in the past where I look back on it, and I released it too quickly. I've had this song for over a year, and I still think it's good, so I don't think that'll change mentally, which I'm happy about, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're at. Hype to yeah. finally release music. I need that little accomplishment. Yeah, sure. Y'all need to tune in for his uh, music video. It's really dope. I won't say nothing. I'll let the fans yeah. go and, and get that for themselves, but dude... The fact you had two videos, well edited, like, yeah, kudos shout to out you, my man. guy, Adam Kirschenblatt from Ohio Let's State. Let's go. For me, um, my playlist title is gonna be called "Silences Between Songs," and that's only because Deep. Madison Beer dropped her um, her album this past Friday, and I really like her. She's seriously Good. talented. She's been part of the industry for a long time, but now she's breaking through because she's finally, I guess, um, ready to, and also the support of the label. Yeah. Really dope album. Excited to hear. And you know how, again, like I hate when you join a label and basically they tell you what to make. I feel like her career has kind of been like that until now she's dropping an album that's truly herself. Mm-hmm. For a single, man, I really don't know. Caught me a little bit off guard. But I'm just going to say I Lazy said, Song by Bruno Mars. I feel like I might have already yeah. used that before. But um, I feel like I'm right now I'm just kind of chilling a little bit. But I also need yeah. to get my schedule right. I need to get my adulting right and all that stuff. But lazy Sam got it for sure. Sam got into PA school. Round hey. of applause. Vir- virtual round of applause. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get my life together, essentially, get my routine and all that stuff yeah. going. Yeah. But where do you want to die first? Do you want to go into Drake or do you want to go into Nas? Let's go Nas because I think that's interesting. Okay. You so, go ahead. You lead it. Hey, Nas dropped Magic 3. I think this is the sixth album he has released in the last three years. Two years, three years. So it went... King's mm-hmm. Disease 1, King's Disease 2, Magic, mm-hmm. King's Disease 3, Magic 2, Magic 3. All produced Sounds by right. Hitboy. 
Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of different topics. I think I could dive into this. I will say first, you won't agree with this opinion, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think Magic. I'm gonna say I think for me, Magic is his, is my second favorite album by him ever. Mm-hmm. I think, and this is a debate all the time. I don't think not everyone says Eminem picks like really bad beats. I don't mm-hmm. think Nas picks. I don't think Nas picks very good beats. They okay. just don't do it for me. And for some reason, Hit Boy, not for some reason, because he's talented, but Magic has some hard-ass hitting beats and mm-hmm. hard drums. And this new album, it sounds very boring to me up until halfway mm-hmm. through when I finally hear like drums that are hard. And there's a couple different points I want to make on this album, but first, there's only one feature on it, which is great. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne fucking murders that. Mm-hmm. He's so good at just sticking to one rhyme scheme, and he never runs out of things to say. It is literally insane. But I want to ask you, because I think certain artists have the skill set to do a whole album by themselves. Usually that requires you to be able to sing and rap, and Nas is not a singer. So Mm -hmm. the content for me at this time in his career gets a little boring. It's not like other artists who I listen to where I'm word for word picking up and loving what everything they're saying. So who do you think are artists that are able to drop without a feature on the album? Yeah. Of course, you're thinking of one man, right? The guy who's kind of notorious for it, J. Cole. But I feel like overall, right? Again, I, I, I'm, I'm always going to say streaming. I'm sorry, guys. But I feel like streaming is like the cause of most of this and just the way music is delivered. It's very hard. I mean, I mean, artists still do it, though. They drop albums without features, but it's very difficult to grab people's attention spans when it's just you. And it can be just you, but you need to be able to be uh, flexible, be able to adapt to different sounds and just have a diverse array of sounds on your project. Um, Magic with Nas, I feel like is a little bit skewed. Why? Because he literally dropped, what, six projects in how many years? And yeah. that's my issue to, to begin with. I'm very happy Nas is dropping. There's no limit to how much you can drop. But the more you drop, the less exciting, the anticipation, and all that yeah. stuff it is. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the content is just the same on all the albums, mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, say, Jay-Z waits five years to drop, and he has this huge mm-hmm. infidelity thing. It's like, what does Jay-Z yeah. have to say about this whole big thing that happened? Mm-hmm. And he talks about it beautifully. But if Jay-Z, a year later, came out with another album about cheating, and then came out with another <laughs> album about cheating, it'd be like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's, I don't, it's too much. I don't really care anymore. So not the... <laughs> So it's just like, it was so cool hearing Nas on Magic, especially because it's very it's a short album, 30 minutes. You have the ASAP Rocky feature, which he kills mm-hmm. it too. But like that, it was just more digestible to me than an hour long album of just him mm-hmm. with Will, Wayne in the middle. It didn't yeah. do it for me. And it's, it's, it's hard to do that, especially as a rapper. When you're just going to rap the whole time, you need to have a lot of different production choices. And when you're just sticking with one producer, obviously Hit Boy is amazing, but you've been sticking with him for six albums. Um, there's only so many different types of songs you could possibly make with that. And like yeah. I said, you're not whack for saying Magic is, for you, your second favorite Nas album. I'm assuming Illmatic is the first one. Yeah. Um, Magic was and is incredible. When I first heard it, when I first saw the cover art, I said, Nas is about to snap. A lot of people have been talking bad about Nas. They've been it's making cold. fun of his beat selection, cold like you cover. said. But it is absolutely cold as an album. But then for you to continue to release and... Just I don't know, saturate. I don't want to. I don't want to tell Nas, right? You can't drop. I feel like for yeah, any no, artist, fun. it can Go be way it. too much. So what? And I know you. You want your artist to drop often. So what is what is a good amount for a um, good amount of drops for album for artists to make? Um, and what's too little? Um, I guess it's depending on the artist and like what mm-hmm. if something big happens in your life. So so if you're an artist, you make mm-hmm. an album, and then a year later you have a kid, 
and you want to come out with an album about that, like that's really interesting, even though it's a year apart, because we know mm-hmm. something big happened in your life. And it's like, what does this artist have to say about parenthood or something? So I don't know. I guess it's dependent on the artist. Obviously, a year break. You got to leave them wanting you. I saw a Drake clip yesterday where he's talking about how he, it's the beginning of his career, like 2008. And he was saying how he wants to make some albums and dip away because you want the people to desire what you have to say. You don't want to oversaturate because like we don't really care what you have to say anymore. Mm-hmm. And to my original question of what artists that can make albums by themselves, I have a small list. J. Cole. Okay. I think basically you have to be able to rap and sing. You got to change it mm-hmm. up. I can't sing, so that sucks. Probably have to do get a feature in there. But <laughs> Kendrick, the voices, he can do a whole album alone. Uh, I think J.I.D. could do an album alone. I think he's mm-hmm. very interesting enough to keep me on my seat. Doja Cat, a lot of the female rappers who can sing yep. can do a whole album. Like, she definitely could do mm-hmm. a whole album alone. Mac Miller can do mm-hmm. a whole album alone. I had more Rest to my peace. list. Who was it? Yeah. Rest in peace. But he can do a whole album by himself. He's so mm-hmm. – and I'm a big fan of singers who aren't exactly good singers mm-hmm. that have like that raspiness to it. And that's Mac. Like He's not a yeah. – Particularly great clean singer, but he can mm-hmm. he can do that. Do you have anyone else? Take, to that list? I was gonna say hot take for you. Do you think Drake can? There you go. If he yep. fo- if he's focused, yes. But mm-hmm. kind of similar to Nas, his content isn't interesting enough to me. Mm-hmm. Where it seems like it's the same content every time. So, like he can in general. He's definitely mm-hmm. talented enough to do a whole album by himself. But he'd have to start saying some things that are different yeah. than just like naming women. He's always naming girls who are like, who the fuck is that? He's like talking to a Maya and Alicia. And it's like, who's Maya and Alicia? You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know. He can in general, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, he gave you a chance, right? Uh, we can move into Drake now. He dropped, what was it, Slime? Is that what it's called? Slime for slime you? Slime by Slime for Yeah. Slime for you. Um, a quick backstory, if you didn't know, that image of Halle Berry being slammed at the Nickelodeon Choice Awards, basically Drake asked beforehand if he could use the photo as Halle Berry. Uh, she declined, but he used it anyways. But if you notice on the streaming, I think that's been either taken down or he never uploaded it. Instead, used oh, really? the, uh, the drawing that his... I don't know what's on yours, because on mine, it's just the drawing of his son. <clears throat> no, um, you, I think you're right, dog. actually. Yeah. Oh, because it's, yeah, yeah. it's the album. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he's kind of fucked for that because mm-hmm. he was using it in a sexual way. And if she's like, I don't mm-hmm. want you using that, mm-hmm. shouldn't have posted it. Yeah. I don't know what the legal, how that works legally. But the thing is, Hallie didn't own it. It was a company who owned it. So as long as he pays yeah. the company, then whatever Hallie has to say doesn't really matter. Yeah. So she was well, mad and she responded. Um, she commented on like a different type of post I talked about. And she said, I don't know why he asked me if you're just going to use it anyways, right? Yeah. Not the mm-hmm. coolest move by Drake uh, mm-hmm. to get into it. About the song, mm-hmm. first part, it's just he like he's in general Drake's a good singer, mm-hmm. but like he's not singing about anything particularly that like mm-hmm. gets to me and interested me, mm-hmm. and the just the flow of it wasn't really my thing. SZA mm-hmm. is just so fucking good. So mm-hmm. to talk about singers, I listen to SZA albums like the way I listen to rap albums. Like she has such a interesting personality, mm-hmm. and the way she talks, and she's such a interesting voice. Like. The way she says love is like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like she has such a- I don't a, know if it sounds like that, bro. Not, not like that, but it's like, Leah, like she pronounced, she has such an intriguing voice because it's, mm. she, I don't know what accent she has because she's from New Jersey, mm. but mm. she's great. And I was listening, mm. I texted you, but I was listening to Control the other day 
And she's mm. like just as interesting as I find a rapper, like listening to her mm. lyrics. She's just really, and her she just picks the perfect melodies. So her part's mm-hmm. great. She always yeah. kills it. Second part is a classic Drake thing where he's like sticking to the, the month of the calendar, which is a very classic mm-hmm. Drake, which is it's cool. But the song itself, eh, fine. Okay. It's kind of funny because this song has been really polarizing. Even when you look through Twitter, I've had there's people who really like it because Drake beforehand said that he wanted to make an album, right? Going back to his roots, he said, you missed the old Drake. I'm going to give you the old Drake, which I doubt because as an artist, I mean, old Drake is so long. Where was old Drake? 2011 is 2023, 2024 now. It's not going to happen, right? I don't even know what old Drake means because he raps Mm -hmm. about the same subject matter and still does Mm -hmm. all the different styles of music. So like, Mm -hmm. what's old? He's still rapping about women and singing about women. But I feel like it's the way he goes about it, right? A song like Marvin's Room compared to like, uh, I don't know, the song with Dirk or whatever it was on CLB. I like that I think there's a huge difference. Like Drake had a lot to say and it was really um, just vivid, like whatever he was talking about. And his writing was great. There was no sense of laziness. But of course, when you're at the top for a while, that can be easy to do when you know you can can just make a hit in two seconds by dropping whatever, you know? And I don't want to... I was say maybe he's at the level of fame where at the beginning he wasn't like that famous, so he could still have like mm-hmm. real relationships, and maybe mm-hmm. he just doesn't have real relationships anymore to like actually mm-hmm. be inspired to write about a real thing. Yeah, that's and that's a double that. edge. That's a double edge sort of fame, you know. In terms of the song, I don't want to speak too much about it because I feel like I didn't give it the time it deserves. When I was talking about the polarization yeah. on Twitter, it's literally people like it and people hate it. Um, for you, I know you don't hate it, but you really don't mess with it at all. Just just speak from your chest. You don't like the song, period. Yeah, like I, right? I didn't mm-hmm. replay it. Like there's certain mm-hmm. songs that you know from the get-go, it sticks mm-hmm. with you and you want to keep playing it. Some mm-hmm. songs you listen to at a different time period and you're like, mm-hmm. amazing. Like I didn't give the yeah. respects. Maybe it turns into one of those songs. But from Drake and SZA, I wanted that feeling of this is a hit. Yeah. And yeah. didn't get that, but hey, who knows? It seems that like was, a soft mm-hmm. hit. It doesn't seem like it's mm-hmm. popping off. That was my initial thoughts when I first heard it, right? I heard it, and obviously it's Drake and SZA, so the expectations are so high. I heard it, and I'm like, okay, um, you know, I, I, it's cool, but I, I, I'm trying to figure out if I'm missing anything. And I go on Twitter, and I see some people are saying, oh, I love it. It's great. This is what I expect. And I'm like, did I miss something here? Yeah. So I want to give it time to really digest, because I know how easy it is for us to just press a button, we hear the song, and we just yeah. call it mid. I don't want to do that. I actually want to yeah. give it the time it deserves. And it's Drake and SZA, man. Come on. Yeah. It's Drake in no, and SZA. In no way at all is it a mm-hmm. bad song. Yeah. It just like didn't excite me like I wanted a Drake mm-hmm. and SZA song to be. Yeah. And that happens. We've had a lot of recent disappointments of huge collabs. Mm-hmm. One that I didn't write down, but I just thought of as I was saying this. Mm-hmm. There, this is like such a low-key song. Cardi mm-hmm. B dropped the song with Kanye and Dirk, if you remember Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I forget. He was in um, Hot Shit? It's like it's like her in a car with sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, her I in a car. I think it's called Hot Shit. Woo, did that song not hit whatsoever and pass really fucking quickly. I it feel did. like no mm-hmm. one... That song was not big. Recently, we'll see what the song turns into, but Cardi and Meg dropped bongos, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I think Cardi... She's killed every feature recently. So, like, I was excited for her album because she hasn't dropped in five years. Mm-hmm. The song wasn't, it wasn't made for me whatsoever, obviously, <laughs> but it wasn't like, it wasn't very good for Cardi and yeah. Meg. Like, that's her first single in a while. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that song? 
Um, so like you said, this is exciting, right? Because Cardi's finally coming back. It's been, wow, you said five years. It has been five years. And I feel like there's only a rare breed of artists who can do such a thing. And that is Cardi B because she's such a personality, yeah. because she's yeah. so huge. She can, she can take a break. And she's still been having that feature on where she's been, you know, low-key killing it. Um, the song Bongos. Let me, let me say some praise first. Um, first off, you didn't know the music video they shot. Cardi B said, um, I think it was an interview with Angela Yee. Um, she said that she spent two million dollars for her music video um, for Bongos, Sheesh. and it's crazy because sometimes you interact with independent artists, and this is a lot of complaints that producers will say, or creators like photographers and videographers will say, independent artists aren't serious because they don't want to invest in their music. They don't, they don't want to invest in a video. They don't want to That's pay five hundred. Well, Cardi B's paying two million. You know what Russ spent for his rollout for his project as independent artist? Millions, millions, millions. So just as a heads up, just for independent artists, um, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Go forward and do what you have to do, and don't be scared to let people hear your work. In terms of the song now, like you said, you're, you're, you're trying to be a little bit liberal, right? Like, uh, it wasn't for me. Um, this was, this was, a, this was a, a targeted idea, right? Let's hook Cardi and Megan up again, because they had success with it before with um, WAP, and let's see how it does. But you just can't, lightning doesn't strike twice. You hit it once, you got to let it go. You got to let it breathe and find something else to do. Honestly, Cardi B could have dropped a separate single by herself and it would have been fire. Like she yeah. dropped Up so long ago, right? And that was supposed yeah. to be the single, but then they they delayed the album again. Up was a slapper. I liked Up. If it's Up, then it's stuck. That's a yeah. slapper. Hey, she's, um, this bongo she, song, she stole that line. From, she stole that line from my guy, Mir Fontaine. Uh, uh, allegedly. Wink, wink. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, the song just doesn't have a catchy chorus. Like obviously this content mm -hmm. is not mm -hmm. made for me. <laughs> but like for WAP, like objectively, mm -hmm. even though I'm not mm -hmm. bumping it, like mm -hmm. it's a it's a catchy chorus, mm -hmm. even though yeah. I'm not listening to it. I mm -hmm. just feel like this one wasn't catchy at all. Mm -hmm. And her feature run is so good that she has me listening yeah. to music that is not made for me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's good. Like the one with uh, what's her name? Oh, I'm blank. Lotto. Like is it rip me out the box, bitch. I'm feeling brand, brand new. new. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a fire verse. It's really good. And her mm -hmm. what was the other verse she had? She had a song with Glorilla. Yeah, like, she she's lot. been. She's a really good personality, and I think what mm -hmm. she says is intriguing. And mm -hmm. this one was just disappointing. I didn't like it that much. Let me ask you this. If Cardi B was to drop this year, do you think she would outsell Drake? Depends on the singles. I'm okay. going to say no. But especially like this one doesn't – I don't know how – it's yeah. not number one because I think Drake and <clears throat> Sizzler are going number one. So we'll mm -hmm. see. And then there was recently some other kind of letdowns. I'm not even sure. I didn't really listen to the song, so I'm not going to give an mm -hmm. opinion really, but – Offset and Cardi dropped Jealousy, which there was like a whole cheating scandal. And I wonder if now, was that a rollout for this? Basically, if it was, right. that's... You said it was Offset and Cardi, right? Yeah. If it was, that's yeah. hilarious. It was. It was hilarious. Good. And the music video was funny too. Um, yeah, it was all planned. I, I don't know about their situation, if it was real or not, but they capitalized on that and they yeah. basically made a song about it. Was it so smart. But mm -hmm. one of the other letdowns recently was it's Drake and Travis. And mm -hmm. we're going to get more into Travis, but I liked the song when it first came out, but I mm -hmm. have not listened to it once since We're it talking about Meltdown, correct? Meltdown. Okay, I so I'm going to ask I you this. How, how, how many times have you gone back to Utopia, or do you still go back to Utopia at all? I do not. <laughs> Arrest that man. <laughs> uh, okay, it's fair. It's fair. Me, me neither, I'd, truthfully. I was saying before, like Jordan Warlick, that's an album that 
Mm-hmm. If I like lose battery, if I lose like connection, like it's downloaded, mm-hmm. like I go to that album. Mm-hmm. I have not gone to the album. I know is the only song that stuck with mm-hmm. me, sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, it is not a bad album and there are good mm-hmm. songs on it, but nothing stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And Sicko Mode, like I still listen to it, even though it's a kind of a joke now. It's mm-hmm. a really good song. Like it, yeah. it gets you going. It's a really good mm-hmm. song. And mm-hmm. this one, even though it's not a bad verse by either of them, it just, mm-hmm. I think, flopped in terms of what you expected their mm-hmm. collab to be. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, lighting doesn't strike twice. I don't know why people try to do this. Even when you look at TV shows and movies, trying to make reboots and things like that. Would you stop? Just, <laughs> just be creative yeah. and come up with something else. Why? Like sickle mode, Travis was so humongous. You're not getting nowhere near that. If you try, it will be a flop, regardless of yeah. what you do, because that song was so I th- big. I think maybe it's because this song kind of feels like two different songs, and they recorded mm-hmm. it like so separately, versus Sicko Mode, obviously, at first, with the beat change. like That's a separate mm-hmm. song. But then mm-hmm. when you get to like the third beat change, like out like a light, like they're going back mm-hmm. and forth, and it actually feels yep. like they're in a studio together and they made it together. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that feel like this song feels like he sent Drake a beat and Drake did his thing, and it's mm-hmm. just two separate songs Yeah, are Drake and Travis. Completely understandable. And we'll get into this conversation another time in another episode, but it's kind of like I said before. Adam doesn't believe me, guys, but hey, Vince Staples and a lot of people in the industry believe this. I think music is, is dying. It's becoming a, a very easy, digestible commodity now. You know, I mean, albums are coming and going. Music is coming and going. Basically, music now is content. That's why I'm not even mad about Nas dropping so much. He needs to get his bag. I mean, what? He's going to drop an Illmatic in 2023, 2024? Making a classic album now is probably near impossible. It's really difficult to. So you might as well drop your project, get your bag, and move on with your life. And this is a very controversial opinion that people Mm -hmm. debate over. But some of these artists, you have access to every Mm -hmm. great producer in the world. And some of these guys just pick not great beats. Mm -hmm. And... I know people say this all the time, and I'm the big fan of it. Like, Nas, mm-hmm. can you just work with DJ Premier? I swear to God, <laughs> every beat I hear from DJ Premier mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Every random Lucy he releases with, like, there's mm-hmm. a song with Westside Gun and Rome Streets that mm-hmm. came out. Can someone just work with him? Mm-hmm. Come on. But that's easier respect. said than done, right? I was listening to this, um, I guess, like a YouTube video compilation of Eminem during the relapse era and all the interviews and promotions he did. And it was his first time going back to Dre, I'll say. Um, well, after Encore, he's been, he has been straying a little bit more from, from Dre. And on Relapse, it was completely Dre, all Dre beats. But yeah. as an artist, and even you know this too, when you're making music, when you've already done something, mentally it's hard to do that again. He's already yeah. worked with Primo, right, for so long. For him to go back and be like, let me just make a Primo song. I know it's hard, you know? Yeah. Like, then why am I dropping music? I already have that beforehand, and I want to come up with something new and refreshing. Yeah. Although he's worked with no, six, right. uh, Hip Boy six times, right? But yeah. even with M, he strayed away from Dre, and you hear all the M fans, including me, saying, work with Dre, work with Dre. But how many times yeah. do you have to keep working with Dre, you know? No, that's definitely, yeah, that's, that's the smart mm-hmm. opinion on that situation. I'm just saying as a fan, <laughs> like, just work with Premier. Uh, <laughs> Who cares? But, work with Primo. <laughs> yeah, just work with Premier. Uh-huh. But yeah, some of these artists, they just don't pick the best beats. And we'll talk about this in a different episode because I really want to dive mm-hmm. into it. Because mm-hmm. I love when artists work with one producer and it's made some mm-hmm. amazing albums. But mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't have the best effect. Yeah. And to that point about M, it's interesting because M is criticized for not having the best beats. But the mm-hmm. beginning of his career, his albums are filled with incredible beats. Yeah. And he makes, and he used to make great beats. Mm-hmm. 
So what does that like, tell you? Right? If, so right? What ha- you, just, you just laid out a math equation, right? And that math equation is supposed to equal success, but it doesn't. So what's the issue then? But, I mean, recently you hear like mm-hmm. these other M albums. Mm-hmm. He's rapping over trap beats. Like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. He's trying a new style. Mm-hmm. I get it. But the beats just aren't interesting. And it's, mm-hmm. you're Eminem. You can, they'll send you the best beats. Just, I feel like they send them one beat and they make the mm-hmm. song versus they get like a choice and they hear all of them. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like Jay Z on 444, yeah. the mm-hmm. beats, woo, mm-hmm. amazing. I agree. You're right. But I think Jay Z didn't drop in whatever, five years, and then he dropped 444 and hasn't dropped or said a word or done anything music related since. Yeah. All right. No. That's going to be a little bit of a skewed factor. And with Eminem, at least, you just said that he has everything at his disposal. Even him himself is an amazing producer. He's the one who produced yeah. Renegade and all these great tracks, right? Even had his hands on Many Men for 50 Cent. So that means he could make, I hate when people hear an album by an artist, just one album, they don't like it, or maybe not be good, then they, and then they take as a conclusion, that artist sucks, or the artist is washed. That's not the case. They're trying something new. They're trying to do something different. And sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone. People don't even realize Eminem, we all know this, but Eminem had, you know, um, you know a drug, drug situation. It was, it was really a problem. He even said that later in his career in an interview, he has tetanitis. Hear buzzing in his in his ears. I didn't know so that. that 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 affected the yeah. way he heard and and writing the beat. That affected that. Even taking a, a break, going to rehab, coming back, you gotta learn how to redo everything again. And he's what fifty. Yeah. It, it's like these expectations we hold for artists, right? And, and I'm not even trying to go at yeah. you either. No, you know, you're like right. You as a fan, you're fair, but like sometimes you really don't see artists as human beings, and I find that's so important to you know emphasize. If I didn't do that already, that yeah, was good. <laughs> But artists, call up DJ Premier. Call up Ian Schwartzman, his manager. Facts. If out of all those that rambling, just call DJ Premier. He'll set you right. But let's end this with your boy Tizo. Um, he's been. You know, I think you talked about earlier. He was having a lot of just ads and marketing on your TL. Um, for me, it's just now starting to happen. He's been everywhere for me on YouTube, on my Twitter. He's been popping out. I think just because he dropped his album. I still haven't heard it yet. Um, but you, you talk about more about Tizo because I don't really know him that much apart from what he did yeah. with Travis on the um, Tokyo song. I love the creativity of everything he did in his rollout. I like what he's trying to do. I'm not going to be too hard on this, but his album just was not for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard when you get the craziest of crazy cosigns. Drake mm-hmm. is the number one cosign you can get in the world. Mm-hmm. Literally number one. Yeah. And second best could be Travis Scott and they're on his album. Third best could be Tyler, the creator, and you went on tour with him already, and you're on his album. It's insane, and I'm really surprised that Drake said this is the best body of work he's heard in years. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, I can't imagine, just from the taste of the music Drake makes, I can't imagine this is, I can't imagine he thinks this is the best body of work. That yeah. being said, it just didn't do it for me. People love it. Happy for him. He's creative. It's really cool. But yeah, it's not. Okay. What else I was about to look up was just to see how much he sold first week sales. I think somebody just said um, maybe around 10,000 is the estimated. And um, the reason I say that because I, I haven't heard his music before. I, I've never heard his music before, so I have no idea what he sounds like. But just by his appearance, it might have like rock rock influence rap. I don't know. What does his music sound like? He's been, so I saw an interview. He's calling it um, Boom, arm. Something it's a combination of boom bap and R and B. It's it's all over the place. It's every song is there's no like vibe to this album. It is mm. 
everywhere, which is really cool for some people. And I like the subgenre of rock rap. Kenny Mason, Paris, Texas, love them. It, it's just a little bit it's cringy for me when I listen mm-hmm. to it. It'll be different for other listeners, but yeah, it's not it. I will say definitely his personality, right? If you want to sell records, you want to get attention, that definitely does his the job. I will say he's a really good guy. I was watching his interview um, with Zane Lowe, and he's like, well-spoken. He's, he knows awesome. what he's yeah. doing. He knows. Same thing with Ice Spice. I know there's been a lot of a lot of people have been dissing Ice Spice. Not dissing per se, but more so just under underestimating her. Loki just disrespecting her as an artist as a whole. But she's a marketing genius. Some of Lil Nas X, some of Tizo, they know what to do to get into these places. And of course, people are hating on them saying they're not that good, right? You're overrated. You shouldn't be in the spaces. But it takes a little bit of effort and knowledge of just understanding the music business and how it works. Yeah. Uh, shout out Rob Markman, who is her manager, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Who? Who? I think Rob Markman discovered her. I think I she's spice? on the same. Th- I think she's on the same thing that Wynn is on. That I think she mm-hmm. might have genius distribution, mm-hmm. or at least Rob Markman is met is in some way managing or mm-hmm. helping her. Because I've yeah. seen him like talk about it. Because I think I think was Munch was released on World Star, mm-hmm. which I think Rob Markman helped. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah she's Shout out to Rob. She's great. Yeah, it's cool seeing artists that like. I think that she's my age or your age. Mm-hmm. It's just sick. crazy, huh? Yeah. It's crazy. I say that's one thing too about the music industry now. A lot of young artists are making it compared to just random older artists like it used to be back then. Um, but hey, I'm, I like Ice Spice. I think she's really cool. She's calculated, and people can stop the hate. Hip hop isn't necessarily dead per se. There's still a lot of great music. You guys, let us know. You guys, let us know what you guys think. Adam, what were we about to say? Nah, it ain't dead. we'll see we'll see but you guys let us know what you think in the comments and make sure you like and subscribe and tune into the next episode but we'll see you guys later peace peace